All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Monday to you. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 5th of October. If you're living in Maharashtra, chances are your favorite restaurant or eating joint will open for business today at 50% capacity. That's all part of the unlocking of the economy that's been happening in phases. But you should still exercise caution if you decide to head out for a bite. COVID-19 cases in India are still rising at an exponential rate. In fact, in the 24 hours to 8 a.m. yesterday, another 75,829 cases were reported, bringing the total number of cases to close to 65.5 lakh. Globally, the virus is continuing to impact markets. In case you didn't hear, US President Donald Trump tested positive for the virus and that soured sentiment enough to have Wall Street slide at the end of the week. A number of his close aides had also tested positive. At the start of this week, though, sentiment has improved. Asian stocks and US indices futures are higher as traders reacted positively to news that the US president may be able to leave the hospital as soon as later today. This is the latest, though, in a series of confusing statements about Trump's condition. His physician, for example, admitted to giving a misleading statement about the president receiving oxygen. We'll have to wait and watch how that plays out. Back home, you'll recall that the government had given states the option of whether to withdraw the shortfall of the compensation cess on account of the shift to the GST from a special window of the RBI and that the number was pegged at 97,000 crore rupees. Well, according to two officials aware of the matter, the central government has raised the number after some states highlighted incorrect GST revenue growth estimates. The centre has revised the compensation amount that states can raise through the special liquidity window to 1.1 lakh crore rupees. Meanwhile, in an update that a lot of individual borrowers will be watching very closely, the central government, in an affidavit filed in the Supreme Court, has supported waiving compound interest or interest on interest for loans up to 2 crore rupees. The relief would be available to all borrowers, the government said in the affidavit, but did not specify the manner in which relief would be provided to those who may not have availed of the moratorium. In corporate news, governance advisory firm Stakeholders Empowerment Services, or SES, has recommended a 129 to 186% premium to the indicative offer price set by Vedanta to buy back shares for delisting from stock exchanges. The firm recommended that shareholders offer their shares keeping the range of 236 to 310 rupees per share in mind. Remember the reverse book building process will commence today and will close on the 9th of October. And with that it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning Hormuz, how are we looking today? 
Good morning to you, Alex, and to our listeners as well. It was a three-day holiday, and I have three nifty companies right at the top that will be in focus today. First, Reliance Industries, as it brings three new investors on board for Reliance Retail, Abu Dhabi's Mubadla, Singapore's GIC, and private equity firm TPG will be investing in the company for 1.4%, 1.2%, and 0.4% respectively. Details of all the three investments are available on our website, BloombergQuint.com. Next up, TCS will be considering a share buyback at its board meeting on October the 7th. The company has also said that it will be providing a sum of 1,218 crore rupees as an exceptional item in this quarter's results as part of the Epic Systems Corporation matter. And Hero Motocorp, which has raised the ex-showroom prices of its motorcycles and scooters by up to 2% starting the 1st of October. The company's overall sales in September rose 17% to over 7 lakh units, which is the highest in calendar year 2020. Exports too saw a growth of over 50% compared to last year. Speaking of auto sales, also watch for the reaction in companies like TVS Motors, Aisha Motors, Tata Motors and VSG Tillers Tractors which also reported their sales figures. A few companies have reported their second quarter business updates, so let me take you through those. First, Apollo Pipes reported a 19% growth in its overall sales volume for the July to September period. The company said that it anticipates further improvement in sales performance over the next few quarters owing to better demand environment and rising utilization levels. Federal Bank reported a 12% year-on-year growth in overall deposits for the quarter. Advances were up 6%, while the lender's liquidity coverage ratio stood at 257%. Credit Access Grameen says that collection efficiency has improved to 88% in September from 82% in August. HSBC says that the share of non-paying customers for the company is down to 8% from 20% earlier. So that will be one stock that will be in focus. Moving on from quarterly updates to order wins and Solar Industries has signed a contract with the government to supply 10 lakh multi-mode hand grenades. The order is worth 409 crore rupees and is to be executed over a period of two years. ITI2 has signed a contract with the Ministry of Defence for supply and establishment of Army Static Switched Communication Network. The order is worth 7,800 crore rupees and has to be executed over a period of three years. And PNC Infratech has won a letter of award for a water supply project in Uttar Pradesh. The order is valued at 290 crore rupees. From stocks to IPOs and Musgaon Dock shipbuilders became the most subscribed PSU IPO ever. Overall subscription on the final day of bidding stood at 157 times, surpassing the overall subscription seen by IRCTC last year. Retail subscription for the issue stood at over 35 times, while the non-institutional portion was subscribed 680 times. Yes, you heard that right, 680 times. UTI AMC saw its issue being fully subscribed on the final day. The issue saw overall subscription of 2.3 times. And Likita Infra's IPO was extended to October 7 with a revised price band of 116 to 120 rupees a share. The extension was sought mainly to accommodate QIB bidders who could not place their bids due to technical issues. Overall subscription on the third day stood at close to 8.5 times. And Angel Broking will be listing on the bourses today. The nearly 600 crore IPO saw overall subscription of close to four times. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicate that the index traded 90 points higher, around the mark of 11,420. Both Sensex and Nifty had ended the truncated week with gains of over 3%. 
the stocks that I have highlighted are only the tip of the iceberg. If you wish to get more details, log into BloombergQuint.com and read our All You Need To Know copy, which includes many other stocks, brokerage updates and FNOQs to keep you abreast ahead of the day's trade. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day and an even better week ahead. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.